Welcome to the Pimp Your Brilliance podcast with Monique Malcolm, a show about creative people leveraging their brilliance to create their own opportunities. I aim to show you what's really possible when you shut down the chorus of fear and lean into your genius zone. You can learn more about this show and subscribe for updates by visiting keepchasingthestars.com backslash podcast. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Pimp Your Brilliance. I'm so glad that you're here. This is episode number 83, and you can find show notes at pimpyourbrilliance.com backslash 83. Today, I want to talk about or address the huge elephant in the room, which is the COVID-19 pandemic, aka the Rona. (laughs) Over the past few weeks, it has completely turned everything upside down. And I know there's a lot of fear and uncertainty swirling around as we adjust to our new normal. And... Everything's kind of crazy. I know personally, my son is home from school now until May. Uh, Craftcation was canceled, and that was disappointing. I had to cancel flights for that, and it's just been a very, very strange time. And I know some of you are struggling. Our homes are now our office spaces, their schools their entertainment complexes, their gyms, their restaurants, and a place to rest our head at the end of the day. And it's a lot. This new duality in our spaces can cause our already dwindling attention spans to plummet even further. And I know many of us are working from home now, some for the very first time, and that presents its own challenges. So I wanted to talk about and share a few ways to find focus while social distancing, because... I mean, we're home all day now. Some of us, you know, those of us who are able to work from home. And it's it's hard. It's an adjustment period. And I'm going to be honest, I've really struggled personally over the last couple of weeks just coming to terms with everything that's happening and how I'm feeling and how I'm coping with it. And I realized this weekend that maybe I'm not coping with it as well as I think that I am. On some level, I am, and and I'm grateful that for the most part, I'm fine and and unaffected, but just mentally, I've just not been in a space where I would like to be, and so I'm having to go back to what I know works for me when it comes to focusing and getting to work. So I just want to preface this because I've I've seen this kind of debate on Twitter where there's some people who are like, yes. This is the time to go hard, pivot your business, start a business, get to work, write that novel. And then there's some people who are more in the idea of this is not a productivity competition. If you want to do nothing, do nothing. If you're grieving the loss of the year that could have been, do that. So I just want to say, choose the path that feels right for you. I can't determine that for you, but for those of you who want to work and maybe you just don't want to work right now, but you're thinking in a couple of weeks when you better adjusted, you're going to be ready to go. That's what this episode is for. I'm just going to share some things that I'm doing and that have been helping me stay sane and helping me get my focus back because I have been unfocused. I've been watching the news and looking at the numbers and scrolling Twitter just like everyone else. And I'm realizing I don't want to do that. I want to put this restless energy into something else. And so I'm I'm trying to give you guys something because 
this is how we connect. We connect. You hear me talking with you. And if you have ideas or things that you want to share about what's happening, feel free to reach out. Uh, More than right now, a lot of people are sending me emails, which is totally fine. So if you would like to email me, my email is hello at pimpyourbrilliance.com. Also, if email's not your thing and you want to hit me up on Instagram, social media, Pimp Your Brilliance over there as well. So here are five ways to find focus while social distancing. And my first tip is to lean into your routine. Routines, they create normalcy and they give us a sense of control. And this is very important, especially during a time like now where nothing is normal and everything feels beyond our control. You may even find that you need to tweak your routine to reflect what's happening in your life right now. And that's something that I've had to do as well. For example, I drop my son to school and I pick him up after school and I take him to swim practice pretty much every single day. So I'm used to having to get my workout in and done before I take him to school. So that way when I come home, I can shower, have breakfast, and then start my morning routine. And so for maybe like the first week and a half, two weeks of him being home, I was still sticking with my same morning routine of getting up at 545, getting myself together, getting dressed and working out. But then I realized, one, I was jumping into my workday way too early, especially considering everyone is home now. And I didn't really need to be starting my workday so early because then I would be trying to spend the same amount of time working when I really could have a slower start to the morning and spread things out. So now I don't wake up as early. I probably get up between about 6.30 now and then try to get the workout in and kind of go through the morning because everyone's home now. My husband's home, but he's working in a makeshift office in our bedroom. I'm working at my normal office space and, you know, I'm also having to kind of peek in on my son and and check to see, are you logging in to do your work? So it's not quite the same. So you may be experiencing something similar. So there, there may definitely need to be some adjustments to your routine. But if you don't have a morning routine, I want to share some things that I'm doing that help me, one, slow down and quiet my mind before jumping into work, because that's really important. And I think probably important for a lot of really creative people. We have ideas, we have things that we want to do. And it seems like our minds never stop going. So what I do in the morning, it consists of four things. The first thing I do every single morning is I exercise. I exercise about six days a week. Sometimes it's cycling because that's what I love to do. And I got a Peloton for my birthday a few months back. And then other days I focus on doing strength or yoga. There's tons of apps right now that are offering either free at home body weight workouts or extended trials. I know the Peloton digital app which is really great, is offering a 90-day extended trial. And you can take any of their classes and they have everything from spinning. If you have a bike, you don't even need to have a bike to do it. I use the app for months without a bike and I just used to go to my gym and ride the spin bikes there. But they have yoga, there's meditation. They just started this new dance cardio. They're stretching, their strength workouts. So there's tons of things to do inside just that one app. And you can even stream it to your TV. So bonus points. But I I exercise first thing, depending on what day it is. It may be cycle. It may be strength. 
And then after I'm done exercising, I shower and change, fix myself a glass or not a glass, a cup of tea. I'm not a coffee drinker, but I like tea. And then I meditate with the Headspace app for 10 minutes. Some days are better than others. I'm still not great with meditation. I tend to doze off quite a bit. (laughs) So I'm still working on meditation, but I do it every single morning before I do my work just to get my mind to quiet down and and try to squeeze out some of these thoughts that tend to run through. After meditation is done, I journal and it's nothing fancy. Sometimes I use the five minute journal, which is really just answering a series of prompts. Or if I feel like there's more that needs to come out, I just do some stream of consciousness writing. And it's really, I just open up a page in a notebook and start writing based on whatever comes to mind. And that's pretty much it. After that's done, I set my intention for the day. And I do like to make a note of this either in my journal or I have a little digital app that I use to just say, this is what I want to get done today. This is how I would like the day to go. And that's it. And I have all of these things set up as a recurring task in my project manager. So I just check them off as I complete them. And I call that my be intentional daily routine. So it's it can be as simple as that. If you don't have a routine for how you start your day, I definitely suggest that you get one. And it can be anything that gets you in the right headspace that helps you set the tone for your day. And a really good book on morning routines, if you are just completely stuck and you want more help or something more structured or longer, is How Elrod's Miracle Morning. I've heard really great things about this book. I've read it. Um, It was a little bit longer than my taste, but you may like his more structured approach. But the the morning routine that I'm using right now really works for me. And so I'm going to continue doing that. But that would be my suggestion if you don't have morning routine. My second tip or way to focus during crisis is to utilize tech tools for support. A lot of times we think that we have to solely rely on our own willpower and motivation to get focused. And that's not the case. There are plenty of tech tools that can help you get and stay focused. So a few things that you may want to look into are distraction blockers, timers, specifically Pomodoro timers, and there's even focus music. And I have a few that I'm going to share with you. And I also made notes and links inside of the show notes. So if you want those, go over there to the show notes from Brilliance backslash 83. But for distraction blockers, these are things that They can either block specific websites. They can block the news feed on your Facebook page. If you are someone who goes to Facebook a lot, they even can block apps and the internet on your phone. They're great. Some of them are free. Some of them are paid. But honestly, even the paid ones are worth their weight in gold because they're great at what they do, which is keeping you from scrolling or keeping you from procrastinating by looking at sites or getting distracted. So my favorite distraction blockers, the first one is Freedom, the Freedom app. It's available pretty much on Mac, iOS, Android, Windows. It's both a phone and 
um, something that you download on your computer and it helps you block out distracting websites. It's really straightforward. This one's not free, but it's still, I, it's a solid app. I'd pay for it if I didn't have something else. So check that out, especially if you are on a PC. It's a really great app to check out. As far as Mac goes, the one that I use on my actual computer is called the self-control app. And it does exactly what it says. It helps you with self-control because I don't have to force myself to stay off of Instagram. It helps me do that. With the self-control app, you give it a list of websites that you don't want to have access to. And then you can set how much time you want them to be blocked for. And then they're blocked. So I do this for social media, my email, Yahoo front page, because I'm constantly scrolling that and reading news. And it keeps me from wasting time going to those websites because I get a page is not available <laughs> every time I try it. Another really helpful app, this is a browser extension. It's called Kill the News Feed. So if you are a Facebook scroller, it will basically turn the news feed off. So you'll have access to everything else on Facebook pages, notifications if they are directed at you, but you can't actually see the news feed. It's just a blank space. So for me, that makes Facebook less appealing because there's nothing to look at. I can't comment on people's posts because they're not in my news feed. So that's a really good one. And then my favorite, it's an app for your phone. It's called Forest. And Forest is a distraction blocker, but it's specifically supposed to help you break the habit of constantly picking up your phone and looking at it. So what it does is you you set tell it how much time you want to focus and you plant a tree and they have all kinds of cute trees. There's like a unicorn tree and they have holiday themed trees. There's lots of trees and you plant a tree. And if you don't open your phone during that allotted time, you grow a tree. And over time, you know, every day that you do it, the more that you use it, the more trees you grow. So you grow a little forest. However, if you open up the app for time is up, your tree dies. And that's really disappointing. So forest is really cute. You earn, earn little coins so that you can buy more trees and bushes. It's a really cute app. I like it a lot. Other things to check out, Pomodoro timers. If you Google Pomodoro timers, you'll come up with tons of them. But two that I like, Tomato Timer, this iOS-based one, but a really cute and simple web-focused one is Pomo Focus. And the Pomodoro method, if you're not familiar with it, is 25 minutes of focus time followed by a five-minute break. You rinse and repeat four times. And then after the fourth Pomodoro, you take a 15-minute break. So it really just kind of breaks up that time. So that way you're focusing and really intense on whatever it is that you have going on and then you get a five minute break to go to the bathroom, get water, get the wiggles out and then you do it again. The last thing is focus music. There's a lot of different ways that you can get music, but for me, I can't listen to music that has a ton of words in it because it's very distracting for me. So a few places that I have found really good focus music, the Chill Chilled Cow YouTube channel. They have tons of it, it's free. It plays all day. If you have Spotify, there's also a Chilled Cow Spotify channel. So you can check the show notes for those links. Lo-Fi Beats, I love them. It's another thing on Spotify. 
If you look in their, their, if you look on their browse on Spotify, you'll find like different genres. And one of them is focus. And under focus, you'll find lo-fi beats. It's just really pleasant music that has no words. And then finally, Brain FM, which is supposed to be music that is scientifically designed to help you improve your focus. This one's not free, it's paid. But if you need something a little bit more robust or you want to try out something like that and see if it works for you, try it out. They give you a few sessions for free before they charge you. So those are my tech tools that you can use for support. Again, you don't have to try to stay focused and stay off of the news programs and off of social media. Let the tech do it for you. Piggybacking off of that idea is my third way, which is to limit your consumption of the news. You can consume less news and be informed. You don't need an hourly breakdown of the latest infection rates or the number of fatalities. You can stop scrolling Twitter and reading all of the announcements from friends impacted by the coronavirus. Doing those things doesn't make you a bad person. And obsessing over the numbers and what's happening is really bad for your mental health. And I feel like maybe I may be saying this to myself more than anyone because I've definitely been doing all of those things. But enough has to be enough. And it's not helping you focus. It's not helping me focus. So I have given myself rules around how I'd like to stay informed and how often. And that's what I'm sticking to. I'm making sure that I only check certain news sources that I can handle that I'm staying off. I just have to stay off of Twitter. There's not even, there's not a good time right now to be on Twitter. It's a dumpster fire and other social media. Instagram for me, is kind of hit or miss, but you know, that's kind of what you have to do and you have to stick to that and be okay with that. You don't have to be informed every single moment of the day. And trust me, this is a conversation that I've had not just with myself, but I've even have, had it with my dad. My dad's a truck driver, so he listens to the news all day. And then he wants to call and share with me all of the things that he learned. And I have just had to say, no, I'm not doing that with you today. I, I need to stay in a good headspace. And when you are so consumed with what's happening like that, you can't focus. There's like no amount of focus tips in the world that can help you focus because how could you after consuming all of that stuff, especially because there's a lot of not great news. So don't do that. Also, I wanted to point out if you're looking for good news and you're a fan of The Office, John Krasinski, he just launched a YouTube channel called Some Good News, and it's dedicated to sharing good news. And it's really cute. The first episode, he does a little interview with Steve Carell, which I thought was delightful. So check that out if you want some good news. My fourth way or fourth tip is to schedule one hour of deep work. Sometimes you just need to block off your calendar for an hour. You need to put on your headphones and you just need to get to work. Put your head down and get right into it. So if you can, try to get in one solid hour of focused work a couple times a week. I think daily would be best if you can, if you can swing that. But I also know right now things are crazy. So if you can swing it first thing in the morning before the rest of your family gets up or in the evening after you put the kids down to bed, or maybe if you can do it over lunchtime, if you can get 
everybody to settle down and be quiet enough, but whenever you can, try to get in a solid hour of undistracted focus time. The first couple times is going to be challenging because you're going to see that your mind is straying and it's going to be hard to get straight to work. So maybe that hour is only really 20 minutes or 30 minutes. But the more that you practice, the more that you make space and time for that focused hour, the easier it will be for you to get right into work when you sit down and you'll have more success and you will work yourself up to an hour. So definitely try to schedule an hour of deep work time. Block it on your calendar. Turn off your phone. Put it on Do Not Disturb. And just try to keep your head down and do the work for an hour. And then my final tip slash way is to allow yourself to take a break. Because it doesn't matter how hard you try to stay focused or how hard you try to be productive. You have limitations and there's only so much that you can do. Working from home can really blur the boundaries between work and play. And it's really easy to let work or thinking about work spill over into non-work time. So it's very important that you protect that time. You protect yourself from burnout, protect your mental health by allowing yourself to take a break, giving yourself a break and being okay with taking a break. Hustler's guilt is real. I dealt with that for years. That's that feeling that you should be working all the time. You should be working whenever, but growing a business is not as important as taking care of yourself. So please allow yourself to take a break. And it can be anything. I mean, do you have a backlog of books that you need to read? I know I do. I have tons of books that keep coming available from the library that I keep freaking out because I'm like, why do you all come available at the same time? So now I'm trying to like blast through three different books at one time so that I can get them all done at once. It's kind of insane. But um, I also just purchased Animal Crossing. I haven't allowed myself to go too far down that rabbit hole yet, but I'm like, man, I mean, this is a productivity killer in itself because it's so cute. Uh, I looked, a few of my friends have gone back to playing The Sims. So, you know, whatever you have to do, if, if there's a hobby or something, if you want to take a nap during that time, like just make sure that you honor allowing yourself to take a break because that's important too. And that will definitely help fuel your focus. It doesn't, it seems counterintuitive, but you can only stay focused for so long. You don't have a never ending source of focused energy. So you have to replenish that cup. So that's it. Those are my five ways to find focus while social distancing. Just a really quick recap. It's lean into your routine. Utilize tech tools for support. Limit your consumption of the news. Schedule one hour of deep work time and allow yourself to take a break. I hope that these tips were helpful, that you'll apply some and maybe even share some if you have your own that you think are really great. Tell me about them. You can post on the post for this on Instagram and let me know. You can share it there or you can even email me hello at Pimp Your Brilliance. But regardless, I just hope that one, you are staying safe Two, that you're okay. And three, just know that, you know, we're going to weather this storm and we will come out on the other side of this, hopefully better. 
and and hopefully as intact as possible. So I just want to send lots of love and virtual hugs to everyone. But that's it for this episode. And until next time, go out there and pimp your brilliance. Uh-huh.